Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Michelin Cross Climate 2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. The Volume. The 3 and Out Podcast with me, John Middlecoff, is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. Great odds and markets for baseball, the NBA, NHL, PGA Tour, and so much more. Awesome new and existing User promotions, America's number one sportsbook, very easy to use, safe and secure. You get your winnings fast. I cannot recommend it enough. Love gambling with FanDuel. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code Colin so they know we sent you. What is going on, everybody? John Middlecoff, 3 and Out Podcast. Little weekend mailbag edition. You guys know the drill. Go to Instagram. At John Middlecoff is the Instagram handle. At John Middlecoff, just my name. Fire in those direct messages. And get your question answered here on the show. Like I said the other day, summer now. Uh, I see a lot of these teams canceling practice next week. It's over. Everyone's going to be... Partying. I was followed Taylor Luan on Instagram. He just threw a big party for the offensive lineman called the Bud Light Olympics. So it's party's on for the next, you know, 40, 45 days till football. I, I guess a couple teams practice next week, but for the most part, uh, we're rocking and rolling summer break. It's like uh, being a kid, except these guys are millionaires and they get the next 45 days to screw around. Coaches screw around and uh, enjoy, uh, enjoy the month of July. So I'm going to need you guys firing those DMs. Keep the show rocking and rolling. Uh, if you listen through Colin's feed, subscribe to 3 and Out feed. Share with your friends. Share with your enemies. Share with whoever the hell you want. But uh, I appreciate everyone sharing the show. Start with Andrew. 
Hey, John, love the show. Just switched over to your feed from Collins per your request. See, I appreciate it. People listen. You just got to tell them. I just wanted to hear your thoughts on Jalen Hurts, uh, what he has to do to win the job permanently. The Eagles roster is stacked, and now on both sides, we made the playoffs with a lesser roster last year, and I'm still not sold on Hurts. Well, I, I don't think it necessarily matters. Like He's your starting quarterback right now. He's on a cheap contract because he's a second-round pick. You're not in any rush to make a move. You have multiple first-round picks next year. Uh, if the Saints somehow implode, you have their first-rounder. And if you're just a wild-card team, you'll have a t- you know, pick in the 20s, though. I-, I do think you guys have a chance to win the division. Uh, the-, the only question would be him, right? If he just plays solid, uh, you're going to be a 10-win team. You have such a good line. You have skill guys everywhere. Your coach is solid. It's just going to come down to him. And listen, I-, I-, I was wrong. He's way better than I thought. And knowing those guys in Philly, they really like him. And one thing you can't take away is like he's liked by his teammates. He's liked by his coaches. He's just an intense, serious cat. You know, I mean, he's he's not screwing around. And anytime you do that, you bet on people like that in life. Guys that are focused, even if they lack, you know, I mean, football's unique because you have to have such a high-end skill. But if you're not relative to your peers, the most talented guy, you can overcome it with focus, with work ethic, with drive, with toughness, and and this dude has it, man. Uh, that that's where I was probably off when it came down to evaluating him, because you can't underestimate that. You know what did Angela Duckworth said? The most important characteristic in a human is grit, and he clearly has it. He had it at Alabama when he got replaced by Tua, and he had it at Oklahoma. Lincoln Riley, those guys liked him at Oklahoma a lot. Uh, so yeah, I mean he's he's got something that you can't teach. You either have it or you don't. Heard you talking about Watson in today's pod, and I remember that my roommate six years ago was a scholarship athlete at Clemson when Deshaun was there. Some of the stuff he said he saw Deshaun doing at parties and stuff definitely makes his judgment look more suspect retrospectively, especially in light of all the lawsuits. Obviously, Watson was a generational talent coming out of college, but I didn't really hear or see a lot of people question marks on the character. As a former scout, is there something along the lines of a risk calculator when it comes to off-the-field stuff and what evaluators had in front of them at the time? Could they see something like what happened now, 24 civil suits, hasn't played in over a year because of the bad PR coming, or was it completely out of left field? Uh, Wanted your perspective as well as to share a personal antidote. Love the pod and your insights. Well, I think anytime you evaluate a, a college kid, you can only go based on the the people around the program, right? So if you're talking to quarterback, you go to the quarterback coach, talk to the offensive coordinator, you talk to the head coach. But I think to learn about someone, you know, typically in my experience, a lot of women are the academic advisors and those tend to be a pretty good judge of character. And if you get the right one at a school, they can give you a lot of good information because ultimately for the most part, a player is going to treat the AD, his coach, pretty well with a lot of respect. But sometimes, like I would say, an equipment manager, definitely an academic advisor, has a pretty good judge because like the player lets his guard down, right? So everything I had heard about Deshaun Watson was his character was impeccable. We talked about him like Mahomes, like Al, Josh Allen, like Justin Herbert, like Lamar Jackson. And listen, he people keep saying like he's, he's innocent until proven guilty. Everyone agrees. But when you have all these cases, like the guy, one thing I had heard in the NFL is that people around the league thought he was in a weird way, like introverted. 
He didn't like going to clubs, and this was a way for him to meet chicks. And clearly, he jumped the shark. And listen, if you know 66 people, not all 66 are going to move at the same pace. And it's clearly some people acknowledge they had consensual sex, but a lot of them are not acknowledging that. And it's hard in these cases because it's a he said, she said thing. Uh, I mean, he's he's quoting things on his Instagram, like acting like he's innocent. But I don't know. I mean, this thing is getting really, really ugly. I, I just utilized academic advisors. And and honestly, when I, I've said this before, when I was a graduate assistant at Fresno State, be just because I wanted to work in the NFL, every time NFL people came around, it's how I got to know a lot of people in the league because I'd go up to talk to them and then they'd know I'd have the information. So they'd be like, what's Ryan Matthews like? What's his deal? What's And I would be an unfiltered, I would give them everything. Like Sometimes the head coach, remember Dabo compared him to Michael Jordan. Deshaun Watson changed Dabo's life. He won a national championship. It made Dabo probably $100 million because of him. So there's nothing, and obviously Deshaun never got in trouble in college. So I guess this is a round way of saying that I don't think there's anything you can do. This is not, I don't put this on the scouting community or even the coaches. Like eventually as human beings, especially as a guy in his mid-20s, like it's about making good decisions. And for the most part, and I say it all the time, like the bad apples in the league are, are such a small percentage. Most guys are super high level. Uh, like most guys, like you don't have to worry about Patrick Mahomes. You don't have to worry about Tom Brady. You don't have to worry about Eli Manning or Phillip Rivers. Like just make good decisions. Be a high level guy. Part of being paid all this money isn't just to play at a high level. It's like to do high level shit and not the last guy that any team can worry about is the quarterback, right? It's like the last person in a company you should have to worry about is the CEO. I remember Carson Palmer told me, he's like, the thing he missed the most was the pressure of walking into the building every day, knowing every single person in the building, basically the company and football, a team is just a small company, is relying on you. And Deshaun Watson is just, I mean, been a disaster just because he's not a trustworthy person. His decision making is just in question. That's just a fact at this point in time. Uh, love the pod. Let's go to Trevor. Your your experience goes a long way. My question for you and something I think uh, I believe many of us wonder as well how how the help how the hell does the salary cap work not sure what kind of insight you have but there ain't no way the Rams paying all these guys while staying under the cap hope to hear your response well it's like in business you can amortize and spread out the life of a deal Right. So when you like in real estate, when you buy real estate and you redo the floors, you can amortize that over a period. Like there are there are rules that you can follow to spread out costs and expense stuff. It's no different with the salary cap. So if I give Cooper Cup $80 million and he's on a five year contract, while I pay him $80 million at whatever the contract says at certain periods of time, like he's owed certain amounts of money, I can put it on the books. Like the last year could be worth $70 million and that would hit my salary cap. And the first years could spread out, you know, two and a half million dollars for four years. You you can utilize it that way. It's why when you see teams that get in trouble, like they're out of space, it's because they pushed a lot of things back. It's like a credit card. Eventually, you got to pay the piper and the Rams eventually are going to have to pay because it hasn't been a big issue. Why? These guys have dominated. So if you're paying a lot of money, like they are for basically like an NBA team, but they're an NFL team, as long as the guys are all pros, you can kick ass. But the moment they become average and you have this lump sum on your cap and it takes a big percentage, 
I mean, let's face it, they'd be screwed. And they know it. I think I saw a headline yesterday that the president, Kevin Demoff, who I think is like Cronkies, right-hand guy, but he's also like, obviously works with Les and McVeigh, said that this this is not this model is not sustainable forever. But when you're in it, like, what are they supposed to do? I mean, their chips are all, they've been in the middle of the table for years. You might as well just keep doing that. They've rolled the dice and they keep rolling well. I mean, it keeps working in their favor. Like, like I said, when they won the Super Bowl, Honestly, they didn't need to win the Super Bowl to be justified on what they did. Like to me, the moment they got to like the NFC Championship game, it worked because every team in the league would have did what they did to get to the NFC Championship game, let alone the Super Bowl, let alone winning the Super Bowl. And they, they benefit a lot because in the NFL, and I talked about this on uh, on the podcast, I think on Fridays, all the, my days are running together, is that because Kroenke has so much cash, he can pay huge signing bonuses. So that that's a huge advantage they have as well. I reached out a couple years ago regarding the Seahawks 50-yard line tickets. I'm old, so don't have an Instagram account. Just this work account. Just so you don't think who the F is marriage and money. Love the pod. I want the cap guy for the LA Rams masterclass. I mean, that's obviously a major talking point right now. People do not understand how they can pay all this money. But like I said, the simple fact is they're moving it all back. So none of it, they, they actually get cap relief this year. Where they're going to get hit is in like, what year is it, 22? In like 25. That's where they're going to owe a shitload of money on the salary cap to these players. It happened with the Falcons, with Julio Jones and Matt Ryan. It's like, I think Matt Ryan's dead cap was enormous this year. It was huge. But that's just, I I would do the same thing. You got to, you know, in life, you got to think big picture. I think sometimes in football and pro sports, especially in the NFL where the parodies so crazy, you kind of got to live in the moment. And if your team's good, like I, I don't blame any team for being aggressive financially. Off the top of your head today, name your playoff teams for the AFC and NFC top to bottom. Thanks. Okay, I'll go uh, Rams, Bucks, Packers. Uh, what division am I missing? Eagles, Wild Cards, Niners, Cowboys, probably Cardinals. AFC, I'll go Chargers, Broncos, Chiefs, Titans. Uh, Yeah, Titans, Colts, both make it. Bills, the AFC North, Ravens. I think the Steelers come back to earth. I'm bad for something off the top of my head right there. Smart guy. Found your podcast through Colin and the volume, and now I am absolutely addicted. Appreciate that. I'm 58 years old. You know, you're a little older than my typical demo. It might be moving the age needle of your listeners. You are. Uh, really love your perspective. My question is, with the offensive geared structure of today's game, what top five or six quarterback wide receiver combinations would you consider to be lethal and have enough impact to propel their prospective teams deep into the playoffs? Well, I think you just, you know, I mean, Rodgers and Devontae were that guy. Now they're split. So, I, you know, Derek and Devontae have a chance. They played together in college. Uh, I would put Herbert and either Keenan or Mike Williams. You know, obviously, I know he's not a tight end, but Mahomes, Kelsey, Allen. I mean, it's all the best quarterbacks. Allen and uh, and Diggs. I guess you could say Dak and CeeDee Lamb. Cousins, Justin Jefferson. I mean, we'll see on Lance and Debo. Yeah, I mean, it's just all the teams that are sweet. I mean, it, if your quarterback's good, you're going to be in the playoffs. For the most part. Love your show. Uh, 
Why do you pencil in the Chiefs Chargers to make the playoffs, yet stay skeptical of the Denver Broncos? Did we not just see Brady and Stafford eject themselves into loaded teams with unproven players, more so the Bucs, to win a Super Bowl? I think you're smart enough to see Russ was clearly hobbled and busted finger and didn't reflect his actual play when halfway healthy, this guy farts 10-plus wins. I like that line. Now, he's one of the rooks and sophomores, first and second rounders, KJ Hamler, Jerry Judy, running back Williams, who listen to everything Russ says he will torch those in-division defenses. How is this even a question they don't spoil the division? Well, my pushback on that would be, I agree. I, I think Russ is one of the better quarterbacks I've ever seen in my life. But Tom Brady inherited Bruce Arians. And th- like you said, they had an unproven team. But Bruce Arians went to the Arizona Cardinals and started kicking everyone's ass. Like, he showed up with Pete Carroll and Jim Harbaugh and won 10 games immediately. Hackett, while, again, Davis guy, bald person, I'm rooting for him, we know nothing about him. We know nothing about him. So I see your comparison for the roster, but it is a coach quarterback league, and and we know nothing about the guy. And how do I pick the the Chiefs to make the playoffs? They've won the division for six straight years. They have Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, who is easily, to me right now, the best coach quarterback combination in the league. Doesn't mean you win it every year, but they literally go to the playoffs every single season. They have host four straight AFC championship games. Like, that's a fact. Now, you can say the Chargers, for sure. I question their coach. But one thing that can't be denied, whether you hate the Chargers or love the Chargers, you see uh, Dean Spanos is getting sued by his sister because she said he was misogynistic in how he hid the money from her. Nothing splits up a family like cash. I mean, the Spanos family is just exhausting. Uh, But... Their roster is incredible. Now, no team has underachieved historically, especially like in my adult life, like the Chargers with great rosters. But Justin Herbert might be my favorite player in the league. The NBA Finals are here, and so is your chance to score big on FanDuel Sportsbook. Throughout the NBA Finals, FanDuel is giving new customers $200 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Bet the money line, point spreads, player props, and so much more. Plus, you can combine your bets for an even bigger payday with the same game parlay. Just sign up with the promo code COLIN. If you haven't tried FanDuel, now is the perfect time to give it a shot because the only thing sweeter than watching the finals is cashing in on all the action. Join today with the promo code COLIN and turn $5 bet into $200 in free bets, win or lose. Make every game feel like Game 7 with FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel, the official partner of the NBA. 21 and over and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Illinois, Iowa, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Must wager in designated offer market. Max bet $5. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 533-42-ARIZONA, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat, Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG, Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Virginia, 1-877-770-STOP, Louisiana or 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York, Tennessee Redline, 1-800-888-9789, Tennessee, 1-800-522-4700, Wyoming. Visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, 
The cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. They help you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Did you know 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites? LinkedIn's the only one I use. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N. That's linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco-alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. I think a lot more people are sleeping on the Vikings this year. Their defense was historically bad last year. Warren Sharp stat in the four-minute defense at half in the end of the game, they allowed TDs 32% of the time. That was last place, 31% of the time was 20%. So 12% worse than every other defense since 2000. That's a crazy stat. Uh, Another stat is if you combined wins and one-score losses, I believe they were tied with the Packers and the the Bills, maybe another team too. Yeah, listen, their, their offense is really, really good. You know, Jefferson's a stud, Thielen's a stud, Dalvin Cook's a stud, Cousins, you know, Love him or hate him, like he puts up pretty damn good numbers. And we saw him win a playoff game a couple years ago. 
Reason for optimism are one would think the offense should be better and the defense can't get any worse. If they were NFL average in four-minute defense, all those one-score losses might might have been wins. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they are. I didn't mention them to make the playoffs, but it's hard for me to bet against the Packers as long as Rodgers is there, but I, I think they would be a sleeper to be a team, random team to win a division just because... I mean, you could argue their roster is as good as the Packers now with Devontae leaving, but Rodgers is dramatically better than than Cousins. And I just don't trust Cousins in big games. They also have a new coach who, Kevin O'Connell, San Diego State guy, good-looking dude, you know, McVay, kind of that mindset, but can, can the guy be a head coach? You know, we see a lot of times these guys get this opportunity, especially now it's like in vogue to hire a guy between like 35 and 42. Like, most guys are not going to be Kyle or Sean McVay. It, it, coaching in the NFL is so hard. Like, I, I love Robert Sala, but he goes to the Jets, and, and they suck. Now, the Jets, you know, Zach Wilson, like, obviously, Cousins is a much better player than Zach Wilson. You know, he's accomplished. He's been in the league. He's been an eight-year starter or whatever. But you're just not guaranteed to win. The, the majority of guys that become head coaches in the NFL, and you could even just say Power 5 football as well, do not succeed. You know, do, do not become winners. Why? It's hard. It's a very, very competitive industry. So we've seen a lot of these young guys have success. Like eventually some of them are going to fail. Uh, hey, dude, found your golf pod and then started listening to your NFL one. I'm hooked. Uh, would love to hear a story about your career as an NFL scout. What was your biggest success and biggest failure rate? You know, people ask me this a lot. You know, when you're the like lower guy in the totem pole, you just give recommendations. You know, you say, hey, I like this guy. I don't like this guy. We should claim this guy. It's You're not the decision maker. So basically, like when I worked in the office for two years, I would give my opinion. But, you know, ultimately it was on Howie, Andy, the coaching staff. You know, it's just I, I would say my greatest hit, though, was Andrew Sandejo, who was playing in the AFL or the UFL. It was like this made up league. He was, he was playing for the team in Sacramento. He was not even in our system. I took him to Lewis Riddick who laughed at me now because it was kind of funny because people were not coming out of this league and uh and yeah we didn't do anything it didn't really nothing happened and then the guy had like a 10-year career now tyler klutz who actually played at fresno state in the mid-2000s was another guy in this league and i remember going into howie's office and said how because we were needed a fullback and he's like what's this guy's deal and i'm like i wouldn't touch this guy and then we were kind of joking. I'm like, I'll bet my salary he can't play in the NFL. And at the time, I mean, my salary was like 50 grand, 45 grand. And it was I, it was kind of tongue in cheek. We were joking. And then the guy not only played in the NFL, he like started for the Cowboys. He started for the Bears. Uh, Tyler Klutz went on to have a really you know solid NFL career out of nowhere. But yeah, it happens. I've been listening to your show for a few months. Uh, I feel like you got good opinions. I'm just now getting the time to send a question anyway. I was talking to someone the other day about the AFC East. The Bills are obviously the best team in the division, but who is the worst team? Patriots got problems. OC, offensive weapons, and a defensive retool. Jets are better, but still very young and lacking talent. Dolphins got good weapons and corners, but unproven head coach, bad quarterback, bad offensive line. I, I think the division could be really, really bad. Like, like I've said over and over, like this is the year for the Jets to kind of like, you know, Shit or get off the pot. Like, let's let's do something. Like, you, you can't just always be three, four wins. And having all these draft picks, you know, I, I like Joe Douglas. I don't know him personally, but everyone I know that likes him, that, that has worked with him, likes him. 
But like he's had a lot of picks now. You hire Robert Sala. Like their defense was a joke last year. Like Robert, you're a defensive guy. I'm not a huge fan when I hire young guys. Like I like them to be the coordinator. Like Robert, you were the defensive coordinator. Be the defensive coordinator with with the Jets. Like when we hire McVay and Shanahan and Lafleur, they call the place. So I'm hiring you, and then you're not calling the place, and then your defense sucks. Like I I, I get you're a rah rah leader guy, and I'm I'm pro Sala, but you can't be this young, you know, head coach and not call the place for your side of the ball. Like it, it, like I'm not looking just for the CEO head coach. I I like the guy to influence the game. And like at least Mike McDaniel, who is also a Kyle guy, is going to call the place. You know, I, I'm out on the Patriots. I just now when I say I'm out, I don't think they're a two win team, but they're they're not making the playoffs. Two of my brothers showed me, and I love the pod. My question is, what do you think the Vikings? A lot of Vikings love here. Do you think Cousins can get the Vikings there, or is he ceiling not that high? Talking about the Super Bowl, is the defense the problem? Seems like they should have always. You could argue we'll have to figure it out with the Packers once we see how they look without Devontae. And I know we've seen him before. I think their record was actually pretty good when he didn't play. But like if if Kevin O'Connell is good, like if he's just a LaFleur, a McVay, like in that kind of realm, like he's that good of a head coach, they could win the division. They could. But I, I wouldn't bet on them doing it. Super Bowl, I, I would say no. You seem to have a def- decent understanding of the economy. Any podcast recommendations you have for someone who barely knows what a 401k is? Thanks. I say it all the time. I mean, my go-to is The Compound. Josh Brown, CNBC guy. He does a podcast. He does a YouTube show on Tuesday. Uh, They have Animal Spirits, which comes out on Wednesday, which is a couple of his like worker guys, Michael and, and Ben. They're pretty good. And then he does another one on Friday. That's where I get... That's the financial podcast I listen to. I think it's fantastic. Because it's not, you know, the, all in with Shamoth and uh, all the VC guys in Palo Alto. They tend, and listen, part of the economy is always tied to politics, but I, I'm not looking to like, I, I'm not, I don't want to hear about politics on my financial shows. And I understand that they are directly correlated. So sometimes it's unavoidable, but I like a money show. I like talking the stock market. I like talking the real estate market. I like talking that stuff without going too deep. And sometimes all in, those guys do talk a lot of politics. Which is just, it's just sometimes I'm not vibing. I don't want to, it just gets so negative. Everyone starts arguing. So I, I would go Josh Brown, the compound, big fan. First off, you're absolutely correct with your take about the bubble, no fan championships. See? Uh, Dodgers and Lakers get asterisks, while Tampa also gets one, in my opinion. Although, as a Chargers fan, it was awesome to actually have home games where a majority of the fans weren't for the other team. Second, is it a slight rebuff to your Brandon Staley takes? Although I was screaming at the fourth down from what felt like our own end zone, at least he was going for it. From 07 to 2020, we had Norv Turner, Mike McCoy, and Anthony Lynn. I can't tell you who was the best. Turner had the most postseason appearances, but Lynn had a better presence in my opinion. I agree. I actually see Anthony Lynn out of 49er practice. He does. Anthony Lynn's got a little swag to him. I mean, he's a, he's a big dude, man. But I can tell you I was happy the day gutless McCoy was fired. All three of those coaches felt basic in scheme. And with Staley, I feel like our team has got a little something extra to bring. I don't disagree with you. Again, I, I am pro. I've said this forever. The, the, the analytical academic elites love claiming like going for it is there. Like they get to claim that for the chart. In the history of the sport of football, from the 70s till now, 
whether you went to Harvard or a plumber watching the game on your couch, you want your team to go for it. Like no one is for kicking field goals when you when it's fourth and one in a big spot. But he was reckless with his decisions. The one on Thursday night football against the Chiefs, the play against the Raiders that you mentioned, like it was insane. But I, I, I I'm with you. I want my coach to have some balls, some stones. But you also like there's a time and a place, right? to make smart decisions. And I, I thought Brandon Staley like jumped the shark on that one. My other issue with Staley is not, and again, none of this shit's ever personal. I, most of these guys, like, I don't know this guy. Uh, I know some people that work with him that said, you know, he can be a little bit of a know-it-all. And then I see him talk and I feel feel like he's kind of playing the media. So it's like, you know, he, I get kind of Russell Wilson vibes. And at least Russell Wilson has accomplished a lot in the league. This guy's been in the league since 2017. So, you know, a lot of these guys, especially these young coaches like Robert Solo, LaFleur, McVeigh, these guys had decade plus of experience in the league. This guy's kind of new. And I, I just thought, and his team's really good. He had a top five quarterback and he lost to the Raiders to get into the playoffs. Sorry for the little rant. My, uh, my question regards Herbert. The Chargers had a lot of drop balls this last season. Do you think this is because Herbert looks like he just throws fastballs all day long? Thanks. Well, it is much harder to throw a ball that's, you know, it's like it's like a fastball, right? It's harder to hit a 100-mile-an-hour fastball than it is a 92-mile-an-hour fastball. I said the reason that, like, you know, Al- Phillip Rivers, for example, and Peyton Manning, like, they threw a very interceptable ball when it was off because it wasn't going that hard. I-, I remember, you know, Kaepernick used to throw, and Michael Vick was a little bit this way, too. Like, even if they were inaccurate, if they were throwing the 100-mile-an-hour BBs, like, there's a reason guys play defense and not offense. They can't catch. So it's, I you know, he throws, and I saw, I think Keenan Allen, I remember last year talked about it during the week, was like, ultimately, it's on me to catch it, right? I'm an NFL player. I make $15 million a year. Whether he, he, he has an absolute cannon, he got to catch the football. But like, I remember the stories when I was a kid about Brett Favre, like breaking guys' fingers, like it fucking sucks. Like, I, I can't even imagine trying to catch some of these balls. How would I start out in podcasts and do you have any tips or topics that would stand out to help? Any advice? Many thanks. Marcus. Well, if it was a good topic, I wouldn't I just keep it for myself? I would say the number one thing I think people screw up with is trying to do stuff for social media. And they get like they try to be big on Twitter, like with their podcast. And they think the topics that are happening there are what like I just try to do topics that my friends and people in my real life talk about. I just say what I think that the way I'm talking in real life, I don't try to, you know, I, I can't, I've talked a bit over and over. I can't do the skip Bayless, Stephen A. Smith thing. I can't fake it. Uh, so just be true to yourself. You know, just do topics you're excited to talk about because if people are going to listen to you, like if, if I'm not excited to talk about it, then why would you be excited to listen to it? Right. You come, if people that listen to the show want to hear my opinion on something, cause you know, if I'm talking about it, I'm interested in talking about it. Like there, there are a lot of topics that I just don't do. Why? I don't give a shit. It, it doesn't matter to me. It might matter to you. And if it does, do a podcast on it. So I, I would say just do stuff that interests you. Now you also there's a balance. Like I, I can't just I, I can't just talk about the Jags and Trent Bulky all day. Like I, I do have to eventually. You know, there's part of it. This is a business. You know, you you do need to figure out ways to talk about Aaron Rodgers, talk about the Dallas Cowboys. But I don't go overly out of my way to do that. It just happens that it's easy to do. Like something happens with Mike McCarthy, Rogers. But I, if you've listened to the show long enough, like I, I'm not just playing the hits over and over and over. But I also talk a lot about the quarterbacks. I talk a lot about the coaches. I talk about the stars. Like I'm also not too into the weeds. 
You know, I, I'm not. Some people ask, like, you know, as a former scout, you don't really. No, I, it kind of that bores me. I, I t- like talking about the stuff that I know the m- majority of human beings can talk. You know, every, everyone has an opinion on Patrick Mahomes or everyone has an opinion on Aaron Rodgers. No one cares about the right guard play for the, the Dallas Cowboys beside diehard Dallas Cowboy fans. And you can find that information somewhere. But I'm not going to break that down. I actually get more joy. You know, I, I like talking about the financial aspect of this stuff. That's why, I like, when the Broncos sold, like, that interests me. As a longtime Jets fan, I have seen these promising drafts before and young quarterbacks with potential. What do you think would be considered a successful season this year? Jets are listed at five and a half wins. I, I, I mean, I'm going to keep beating this drum. I, I think they have to get to seven and nine. And the quarterback's got to show promise. I mean, I see these pictures going viral of his at practice, and you know he looks the part. Like you said, they have a million draft picks. Like eventually, got to win some games. Like ultimately, the point of this whole thing is to win on Sunday. And five, if they won, if they hit the under on that, that's a disaster. And I would say Robert Sala would be in major, major trouble. They don't need to make the playoffs, but at least be in like, can we get to Halloween and be like, ah, oh, the Jets a wild card team? Can can we say that, or is that not going to be possible? As a massive Pats fan, what do you think about Bill's plan for the secondary? Jalen Mills, Duggar, Peppers, McCourty, Miles Bryant, Adrian Phillips all have played multiple positions. All have gotten significant playing time in their careers. Given their weak linebacking core, I'd assume Duggar and Phillips could fill in even as edge players. They have experience in coverage. Uh, you think this is Bill's master plan? Incentivizing other teams to run, knowing the rules are bent in a fashion that makes pure coverage almost impossible? And the new goal is just to confuse the O-line and quarterback as much as possible. As a former scout, what role do you see Peppers playing in the defense? Love the pod. Well, I I, I don't think that's necessarily the case. I think you're going up against Josh Allen, who's easily one of the best players in the league. The Miami Dolphins have a ton of weapons. And the Jets drafted a quarterback. Now, we don't know if he's any good. Number two overall. He's a passing league. So you need a shitload of DBs. Because you got to cover all these guys. you got to cover Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. Like you gotta cover all the guys the Bills have. You you gotta cover, I mean, every team you play, for the most part, like most teams are not Kyle Shanahan. They don't want to run the football. So I, I think it's more you just need a lot of versatile DBs. You need guys that can cover tight ends, you need guys that can play in space, you need guys that can play inside, you need guys that can play outside, you need guys that can tackle in space. I, I just think Bill values versatility in general. He always has, but I don't think it's necessarily like to try to force teams to run because ultimately teams will pass. Like you're not forcing Andy Reid to run. He's throwing. And you got to beat them. Like ultimately, you know, they want Justin Herbert to throw. Now, Lamar Jackson, that that would be if you're playing them. But I, I think ultimately, I think he's just doing it because you want versatile defensive backs. Have a good day, everybody. Uh, share the podcast. Add John Middlecoff, Instagram. Fire in those DMs. And uh, peace. <laughs>
Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.